0: Hey, what's up everybody? I am Leron Dawkins, and this is the first episode of Boss Rush After Dark. Yes! Hi! How's it going? (laughs) Alright, so, right now, tonight, we decided the best way to kick off Boss Rush After Dark is to have the crew from the Boss Rush Podcast here. So, please, uh, welcome to the show tonight the one, the only, Steffi Klimov, from the Boss Rush Writing Team.
1: I really, really, really regret drinking that Rockstar Energy drink. You're stuck. You're stuck,
2: though. (laughs) Hi.
0: (laughs) What's up, girl? What's up? And also tonight with us is, you know him, you love him, it's the leader of the Boss Rush Network, Mr. Corey Derrick what's up
3: man hello it's me i'm coming off of a toilet tragedy that will say nothing no <laughs> nothing more you're just gonna you're just gonna leave it at that huh yeah use your i don't know you might want to specify
1: who is Who's, having the toilet yeah, tragedy. No, Who's i toilet know tragedy?
3: <laughs> i was trying to be fun and funny and <laughs> kick the show off right and you guys ruined it so oh my, no so oh. no my Oops. my 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 daughter is having a uh Potty <laughs> crisis, and uh, we were trying to encourage her to use the big girl potty for poopy time.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I
3: feel we
1: should I, have a se- we should have a segment called Poopy Time.
3: <laughs> poopy
2: Time.
0: <laughs> I, uh, Stephanie, I feel like you and I did the right thing by making him specify what was going on. Because can you imagine the comment train? You know, when this episode when this episode
3: airs, like, oh my god, Corey shit himself. <laughs> I mean, I don't quite have that kind of story to tell but not yet no not yet what <laughs> what's gonna happen between I... that, this week and next week <laughs> hey remember what well, i said i didn't have a poopy time story well now i do now I... <laughs> christmas got a little crazy yes
0: yeah, speak... yeah speaking of which this episode we're recording is, is recording live right now what uh Nine days out from Christmas, so yeah, we're going to be talking a whole bunch of Christmassy stuff by the time you get a chance to like listen to it. So just so just bear that in mind. <laughs> and you know what? Since we're since we're already talking about it, I might as well go ahead and get the show notes. Ah, uh, the uh, the actual the housekeeping out the way. Yeah, sorry, I'm a little out of it. This is a brand new show. My bad, Actually,
3: It's like you didn't <laughs> I just host Ugh. an episode of a show last night.
0: Right, yeah. That's the problem, though. I'm I'm not in crossroad uh, crossroads mode. I'm I'm now in it's, After Dark mode, and it's and always
3: hard getting in a rhythm of a new show. Always. It's it's almost like I have it's almost like I have performance anxiety or something. Almost. Oh gosh, mm. I feel bad for your boyfriend. She would know.
2: <laughs>
0: This is Boss Rush After Dark, the new show from the Boss Rush Network, where each and every week we get together with our friends to discuss and debate topics aimed more towards the adult audience, ranging from dating to life tragedies to relationships and travel, among other things. Uh, you can get the show early on Patreon, so pay attention here. It's patreon.com slash Boss Rush Network. goes down every Saturday or on YouTube. Podcast services or our website. Two weeks later, for free, for free. That's right, free. If if, if you want, if you want, but you, but you know, you want that early access. That's what Patreon's there for. We'll give you a little more details about what to do to uh, get set up on it. All right, but anyway, leave us a five star review on iTunes and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And remember, you can find all of our content on Bossrush.net. Yeah. So everyone, should This we, is it. So huh? should we,
3: since this is kind of this is the first show that's going up on Patreon. Mm-hmm. This like the first like first bonus content thing. Should we address Patreon in this episode just for people? I mean, I think we're gonna. I feel like I feel like we should. I, feel I mean, like we should. I think, like like Laurent said, we're recording this before Christmas. I think during Christmas break we're gonna record like a Patreon slash YouTube trailer. Right for the channel, but like kind of explaining what everything is and the perks and everything. But like, this is the first show going up on Patreon, and so our goal with Patreon is not to hide anything behind a payroll paywall. Everything will be available for free. Uh, this is just a way if you want to support the Boss Rush Network. We have a big community. We have a lot of people who listen. Uh, if you want to support us and allow us to make the product better. All of the money will be going bundling back in to make the shows better. And uh, if you want to support us, you can. There's a bunch of different tiers that you can subscribe at. Uh, all the early access shows are at a dollar. So if just just a dollar, you get you get After Dark, you get Expansion Pass, you get standard definition, all those shows early, and then you get the Boss Rush podcast three days early. So.
2: Yeah,
1: we're not like Nintendo and that Loftwing Amiibo. No, we don't do paywalls.
3: Mm-mm. Yeah, somebody's still salty about fast traveling in in Skyward's. <laughs> like, I,
0: wait, 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 wait! How salty
3: are we talking? Like uh, half a salt shaker. It seems like like a mountain. Mm. I don't know. <sighs> Jeez.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, well. All right. Well. So are are you guys excited? I'm I'm pretty excited.
3: We're we're finally getting this excited. Thing kicked
2: off.
0: We're finally getting this
3: thing kicked off and Stephanie's and... hopped up on Rockstar right now. She's thrilled. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm crashing.
3: Not yet. Uh, not not allowed, not yet. <laughs> we still have like forty five minutes to
2: go.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, so so just just as a just as a disclaimer, um, so with Phosphorus After Dark," like I said, we're going to be talking about more adult-oriented stuff here. It doesn't mean we're going to be all sleazy and everything, but I mean, you know, like someday we might, will, but
3: not today. If you if you're easily shocked, uh, or... yesterday. Yeah, okay, we are today. I I lied. I for, I, I forgot Sorry. about the. Yeah. Okay. It,
1: my topic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we oh yeah, we can't wait. As a matter of right. fact, you're you're going to be up first, but let me. But but I w- I want to just get this out here so the audience knows. Like you know, if you're sh- if you're shocked or easily offended, like you know, I would say you you might be in for a bad time here because because unlike the other. Unlike the other content that Boss Rush uh, Network produces, uh, our shows like Crossroads, uh, our shows like Nintendo Pal Block, and stuff like this, this is a this is a different this is a different machine here. Mm-hmm. So just just be just expect expect the unexpected, but also expect you know this is this is the chance for us like the acts like the host and the crew of all the various uh, Boss Rush uh, affiliates and everything. Like this is our chance to like unwind, let you know, let down, be ourselves, you know, like throw off the facade sometimes. I mean, technically the fa- facade's all. Always there, you know, because we're, we're nerds and we're gamers for the most part. But, you know, at the same time, same time, this is us in more not so much our natural element. But this is us, you know, as we normally are when, when we're not being content creators slash influencers. So there you go. <laughs> yes, that is me. The influencer. <laughs> oh, oh, you influenced a lot. That's why that's why I'm a part of Boss, Boss Rush.
3: No, Don't no, even. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> to be fair, Ed found you, not me.
0: Ed found me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you did not. But you did not deny him. Like, hey, when, when Ed's like, can we keep him?
3: <laughs> I mean, I did. I do that to. I I, I do say that a lot. <laughs> can we keep him? <laughs> oh, I said that about Celeste too. <laughs> there's a very. Hey, hey. There's like a very clear moment when Ed and I were like she needs to do stuff with us. Can we keep her like, like when you read it, it sounds kind of creepy, but it wasn't intended that way. You know, you know, like sometimes when you're like, um, you get really excited about something, you say something and you kind of instantly regret it, but it's just out in the world now which is probably the baseline of what this show's going to be. Especially especially
0: like yeah. when you especially like when you put it in the context of like where we're at and right now in our society the me too oh, yeah. era, you <sighs> know and all this stuff. Yeah, like sometimes you don't want to make it sound like you just objectified like a member mm. of the opposite sex for like for for, 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 for in a professional yes. in a professional setting.
3: <laughs> this is this is not the time for me to say I'm proud to be a white guy who said he wanted to keep a woman. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Not, mm, probably not the right year to Too do late. That.
0: <laughs> Well, I mean, the good news is, the good news is, like, we understand you. We we, under, we understand yeah. you. Even
3: though, even though sometimes it's like, whoa, bro. Whoa. <laughs> I All mean, right. I'm sorry. I try, so, never mind, let just keep going.
0: <laughs> well, okay, well, you know what, you know what? Uh, you know, real quickly, just so just so just so people kind of understand where we're coming from, because uh, Corey, you've uh, you, you've had to give this speech uh, a few times, like this past year, about like how like how we are, how we how we treat our our, our fellow our, our fellow colleagues and stuff like that. Just real quick, just so just so people don't think we're we're off the rails. Just just go ahead and let let them know real quickly what our policy is before we start going off the rails. Oh, yeah, as so,
3: this show like, is as this show is scripted to do. So. I'm not like gonna be one of those people that like shuns people for believing what they believe in, but like all I ask here at Bo- if this is if if you don't if this is your first experience with Boss Rush, well, well, sorry, <laughs> I guess, but uh, welcome. Uh, I I just want to reiterate that like we are building a community that respects people and their beliefs and who they are, and we want to build something positive and inclusive and I know that in the video game world that means something totally different than what I kind of want it to mean really but like inclusive as in everybody gets along everybody works together everybody respects each other who they are no matter what their skin color or their sexual orientation or their uh you know anything else that you know, that there's a lot of people who identify as, as different than, you know, quote unquote, what society deems as normal. Right. And so, you know, I mean, that's, I've, I'm a straight white guy, right. I surprise. Uh, I mean, if you're watching me, hello, hi, white, clear, actually, (laughs) you know, (laughs) um, Go, what what was that ghost name ghost Gary
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gary oh no uh,
3: don't you're... uh no, you're, but, you're nowhere as hideous as that guy is so there is a there's a point at uh when Basra started I wanted to surround myself with people who were different than me to gain different perspectives to learn about people who are different you know LaRon, you are a uh, ex-military, bisexual black man. That is a very cool thing. You know, Stephanie, you are part Chinese and you are a woman, and that's very important to me as well. So, like, I, I wanted to surround myself with people who were different, and to look for, for like a mostly like selfishly, I guess like a learning perspective, and to gain different pieces of knowledge from people and their experiences. And, uh, as long as everybody can respect that now, granted, there's a lot of straight white guys that work with us too. I'm not like, you know, I'm the only, only one, but I, I just want to reiterate that it doesn't matter who you are or where you came from or what you believe in or who you love or choose the date or choose to be as a human. Uh, If you are different from me, I want to learn from you, but ultimately, if you're good at what you do and you respect everybody else that we're working with, then I want you here as well. And uh, that's what we're building. That's the community we're building, uh, a positive place for everybody to, you know, our motto is be you, be more, be better. And I want that. I want, I, I really hope everybody takes that to heart when they join our community, when they want to collaborate with us when they want to be on a guest on our show like that it's everywhere that motto is everywhere and it should be and it shouldn't just be a motto it should just be how life is but unfortunately it's not but you know as small as our community is i feel like our community has done a good job of living up to that mantra and every every person that can be a better person is another person who's not a shitty person and you know, that's what we're doing here. Uh, now let's be shitty assholes on the show. Uh, no, I mean, I mean, I, I. This is a show that we've wanted to do as a concept for a long time, and uh, we're finally doing it. Just because, like, not that I don't love games and. The nerdy stuff that we talk about. But like LaRon said, like, sometimes you just got to step away from that and be a human being for a, <laughs> an hour or so. And that's kind of where we're going to be here too, is like, okay, well, we've all been through different things. What are these different things that we've been through? Or, you know, what are the challenges that we've had to overcome in life? Or, you know, I almost kind of want to, when I first kind of conceptualized the show in my head, the first time I was like, let's do like an adult oriented show. This was before you were here, Leron. And it wasn't called after dark at that point, but, uh, okay. I was like, well, there are a couple podcasts where people would use their life tragedies as like a therapy type thing to like, kind of just talk out their problems. And they turned it into like a comedy show about their problems. And it was really good for a while. Mm. And then they grew up and, and it wasn't, they became like, you know, life loving people and their problems went away. And then the show kind of lost its meaning, but like, you know, I, I thought about doing that, but in a way, this is kind of what I see the show as I know it's not always going to be that, but like there'll be topics on here that, you know, will bring up bad times in people's lives. And sometimes it helps to talk about that kind of thing, you know, too.
1: I think that's really important. And I know we kind of joked about, like, oh, this is going to be, ooh, X rated show or just something really silly. But at the same time, you know, going back to your motto about be better, I think After Dark is actually going to play a very important role to this community because we're going to be talking about topics that maybe a lot of people are just afraid to talk about. Uh, because there is either a stigma or not socially acceptable to talk about in a larger scale things. Um, yeah. And so this is where for just making it up, like even if it's like a, a political topic, for example, heaven forbid, like w- we want to create a safe environment where people can have different views or different experiences. And again, just safe place is the only way I can think about it.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm
2: hmm.
3: Yeah, so this is this is who we are. So if this is your first time, welcome. Uh if you've been here forever, like good job. You made it. You made it here. Um I, I just want this show have a to cookie. Yeah. I will. <laughs> Thank you, Stephanie. <laughs> cookies, everybody. Ron
1: and Corey have been eating cookies all you night. Just,
3: you just had your
0: uh,
3: Look hey, I stopped. Look, look, I stopped a while ago. Look. Stephanie, look. When Stephanie sent that picture in our chat, it made me feel Ugh. like a worthless human being. And now that I feel like a worthless human being, I'm.
0: You're just gonna wallow in the self pity.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You're
1: gonna blame your cookie eating on me.
3: Yeah, I'm I, It's like it's like Fat Bastard and Austin Powers. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm unhappy because I eat, but I eat because I'm unhappy. It's a vicious cycle. Okay, so. Ah, oh, here we go and and you know like
0: well i'm not going to be the i'm not going to be the guy to start fashioning i am not not tonight
3: <laughs> look my child has lots of teddy grams and animal crackers and just that i can't help it
2: okay so They're just sitting. so there you eating.
0: know so funny story right because i i live i live as one roommate with a with a married couple and they just recently had a kid and uh, and and one of the relatives made the mistake of buying one of those ginormous freaking tubs of freaking animal crackers. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. The iced ones or just the normal ones?
0: Just the normal ones, but the oh, the, uh, if they brought the iced ones in here, it it, it would it would been gone a lot quicker.
2: <laughs> but
0: but yeah, like it was basically one of those things like uh like like they didn't even have they didn't even have to ask who who got into the animal crackers because like because like what. Like one day you're looking in the cabinet and the thing is full. The next time you come to the cabinet, the thing is like, like down to the last, like one eighth of the container. <laughs> there's no, and there's no way like a, like a 17 month old child could have done that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I, I, I know, I know I have fat kid problems.
3: <laughs> yeah. It, All right. Well, oh, it must, ahead, it must suck being that small. I probably could lose a whole Stephanie and still be larger than her. <sighs> to be fair,
2: it's
0: okay, man. We 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 we, no we have we have muscle density. That's the problem.
2: Okay. Who has muscle I, density?
0: I, I... You know what I mean. Come on, you used to be a freaking <laughs> linebacker in college. Don't don't even.
1: Listen, I love my sweets. I'm just not eating them right now.
3: Because she there has self control, unlike um, me.
1: Because
0: I, I sure as hell don't have self control.
3: Look, when I started this job I work at now, there's literally candy <laughs> on every single table, and there's a room full of just snacks.
2: Hmm.
3: That's a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a good idea, but it's a terrible idea.
0: All right. Well, I think we've had enough. I think we've had enough uh, banter. Let's um, let's actually let's actually do what this show is designed to do, and let's talk about some stuff. Yeah, let's talk about stuff. <laughs> let's talk about some stuff. So you know what? Um, uh, actually, okay, so like we all we all pulled together some topics that we want to talk about tonight, and uh, you know what? I gotta say because I I've, I've already looked up the the info on this. Stephanie, you guys start your topic. You gotta you you guys start <laughs> us off with this. <laughs> this will set the tone. <laughs>
1: I guess, yeah, because I'm just curious about how. Where do I begin? Naughty video games, but (laughs) really, like I, I that night trap guys,
3: man, (laughs) night trap almost killed the industry.
1: Now I'm all tongue-tied because, you know, I I know there's mature games out there, but mostly due to, you know, violence and swearing. I mean, maybe an occasional nip-slip. Who knows? But, like, I didn't know that there was actually, like waifu or, like, and it doesn't have to be, like, a full-blown hentai game that you find on, like, Pornhub.com or whatever, but there's, like, a crap ton of these games, like, Sakura Succubus on, like, the Nintendo eShop, for example. I was gonna
3: say, have you ever been on the eShop? (laughs) These things are on sale all the time. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I'm like, oh my goodness, like, when when I give my son my Switch eventually, I'm gonna have to put some parental controls on that. So I just want to, like, talk about some of these naughty games that we uh, may stumble upon. And I stumbled upon one today called Perky Little Things.
2: And I'm not (laughs) trying to sell
1: it, but it's just, I never, if you just want to see what it looks like, it's, the cover is, I don't know, some cherub in front of like this gate and this girl with, you know, in, you know, a a wife beater, no bra and panties is just like, looking terrified, grabbing her perky little things as apparently maybe the about to get together and they have several features. It comes with a 200 plus page art book.
2: That's so what let I'm me like, about.
1: yeah. So if you guys don't mind uh, that I entertain you with maybe one or two of these levels, cause they describe the levels.
3: Oh God. Oh, oh yeah.
1: Uh, Christmas Eve, Santa and his little helpers <sighs> your help wait that that was horribly written Santa's and his little helpers need your help anyway it's,
3: it's, it's because some, he, some, some of these that are like developed in you know eastern con- countries they literally just run no. the description through google translate and it doesn't always google translate correctly
2: yeah <laughs> yeah
1: some people this Christmas have been naughty. Search through the sexy Christmas-themed art to find hidden objects and put them where they belong. Help Santa and his little helpers. <laughs> give people a Merry Christmas in more ways than one.
3: Oh, God. So.
1: <laughs> I, 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 I'm I sorry. I
0: could not keep a straight face when you said put them where they belong.
3: <laughs> yeah. This, I mean, this thing, not that. So. This reminds me. It that you said this comes with a 200 page art book. Remember, remember when? Remember the games for Vita, the Galgun games for Vita, and they lit- came with literal <laughs> pairs of, of pa- they came, came with, with pairs came of, panties of panties to clean your screens.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's
3: yeah, like full size. Just you know, people put them on the Cross and CrossFit wore them. Says-
0: Crossroads is an expert in that yeah, game. Yeah,
3: I know I know uh, <laughs> Austin. Austin's yep. a
2: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> hmm.
0: No, no, I remember I remember we were talking about it, man, and uh, and we didn't know Austin was not was in the chat that night for, mm-hmm. for, for for boss rush <laughs> podcast so we yeah. didn't know it was in chat and then like you mentioned it but you're like i can't remember the game and like it like in a flash like the answer just showed up and we saw austin's mm-hmm. credentials in the chat
1: <laughs> of, course.
3: <laughs> of course oh man
1: uh, let me let me read another one
3: yes pirates
1: thanks. of the southern
3: seas oh god <clears throat>
1: Sail the seven seas with these swashbucklers as you look for treasure and other sorts of booty. Trust me, treasure isn't the only thing on these pirates' minds. These pirates are stranded at sea and need your help to find what they lost. Return the missing items to their owners for a special delight.
3: Oh, God. What's a special delight? Does it explain what the special delight is? I'm curious. No,
1: they don't want to give it away. Come on.
3: No, you have to find stuff for them before they give it away. Ah.
0: There's, there's a, there's legit a part of me that actually I think I, I might, I might order this game. I just need this. I don't usually buy games like this, but I'm, I'm really curious. Hmm.
1: Right? I just, that's a, and a ballsy title too. Like, there's no, yeah, uh, you know, I don't know. There's no way around Perky Little Things. I'm sorry.
0: No. Like, like I, I mean, even like the screen caps for, for some of the stuff in here. Like, I mean, we have. We have two two male centaurs that are half dressed, and I don't mean and I don't mean half dressed the way you guys know centaurs to be. Like, nah, like there's one literally putting on pants and covering up like the actual private parts, <laughs> the private parts that would be the human private parts.
2: Yeah,
1: do not look up perky little things when you are at work. Do not do that. Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. And if you do decide to look at it, it, it make sure you turn off your Wi. Make sure you're off the company Wi-Fi. Don't don't make that mistake. (laughs) Mm.
1: Um, speaking of like titles that you can't really get around, um, this is only like a a tiny thumbnail, and I'm kind of like nervous. I don't want to click on it. I don't want to get a virus. Um, (laughs) Click on it. Waifu uncovered. Waifu uncovered. Destroy the clothes. Save the waifus. Order now.
3: (laughs) Oh yeah, both those (laughs) games are on Switch too. I'm looking. I'm looking. Yeah, they're both on Switch. I'm looking up. I'm looking up games that we can talk about. <laughs>
1: Good. While while you're looking at that, I'm just gonna um, list off just a couple more, just because this is where I was like gasping and I, I was trying to keep to myself. My furry neighbor. My mm. furry neighbor. imagine that could go about? a lot of that different
3: ways. Sounds that go. That's going yeah. a few different ways. I don't.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna leave, leave it to your imagination um
3: so is it like is it like furry like that like people that dress up like animals and pretend to be animals or is this like another kind of furry that's just like hmm.
1: well it just looks like a furry with a like one of those chokers like a bdsm Hmm. choker thing
2: Hmm.
1: Hmm. Uh, let me see else. Oh, Harem Kingdom. Harem Kingdom is a pure love comedy in another world, amidst magical hijinks and five adoring brides. What kind of harem will you choose to build? So it's a harem building simulator. Hmm.
3: Cool. It's my kind of game. Yeah. So,
1: let me see if there's anything else left. I don't know, but they're just so so much of this that i didn't know existed mm. exist
2: yeah it's... And, and all
1: i had to do is google games like sakura sakura succubus
2: yeah
3: <laughs> those games are on switch too by the way
1: so my question is has anyone actually played one of these games because i want to know if it's is it actually good does it actually do the job that it's supposed to do like i'm having a hard time imagining this
0: um, I have, like I said, I haven't, I've never actually like done one of these. I, I don't know why. I, I really don't know why. But um, I've heard, because you're but, connected
3: to the internet and everybody can see what you're playing, and then everybody's gonna <laughs> think you're weird for playing one of these games.
0: Yeah, true, true that. Yeah, but I mean, like I've, uh, like, like, like I've heard of certain games, like, um, like, like you like i'm pretty sure you've seen this game like bounce being talked about you know on twitter from uh, from time to time uh, there's a game called Dream Daddy which is like a a dad dating simulator mm-hmm. like they're... What? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually I
3: hear it's actually pretty good though like it's not like a weird one. It's not it's, one.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's yeah, it's not like skeevy but at the same time
3: like it's highly suggestive. <laughs> yeah.
1: Dream Daddy. Oh gosh. Yep.
3: Yeah, everybody seems yep, to like that game. Yeah. Oh, I think I found one. Sorry, keep going, run. I'm.
0: Oh no 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 that that was the first one that came to no. my mind. I'm trying to think of some. I'm trying to think of some. Uh, I can't think of any other ones. So what's what's yours? Uh,
3: so okay. Nah, this isn't one. But there are games that like are sexual and and are done well or tastefully. I would say. Like mm-hmm. one of the biggest ones that I actually really liked was Catherine. I don't know if you guys played Catherine. Or oh not. yeah, oh,
2: yes. yes. Catherine
3: yeah. is a very
2: sexual game. I
0: love, but, I love Catherine so much. I bought it three times. Yeah,
3: I bought it. <laughs> I oh. bought it on Xbox 360, and then I bought the re- remake, remake, remaster for Switch, and it, the Switch actually adds a third. Uh, a companion. third car- you, Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, there was a lot of controversy when that version came out because, uh, should I spoil it? Do I want to spoil it? Oh, yeah, let, let it lose. Okay. yeah, Spoilers. A lot of controversy because when this came out in Japan, we kind of talked about it earlier, but they're not very uh, kind to the gay, bisexual, transgender community. I guess I could have just said LGBTQ+. plus, But uh, the third companion... Is a trans girl, and right. uh, yeah, that was like a really big deal. Uh, so that, but like that game is awesome. It's like a, it's like a dating sim slash Cubert's puzzle simulator. Uh, it's it's really yeah. fun. Like the in between parts are really fun. Like the puzzles and stuff that you have to solve in the dream sequences is really cool. Because like the the story is like you play as this guy. And he's dating this girl named Catherine, but he meets another girl named Catherine and he ends up cheating on his girlfriend with this other girl named Catherine. And uh then the third companion's name is Ren. So it's it's like this whole thing. But it's it's cool. It's a good game. I highly recommend Catherine. It's on sale all the time, too. I think it's on sale now. I do. Yeah, I rec- I recommend it as well. Uh, so and then there's like then there's like the games that like they don't want you to think that they're, like, one of those games, but then they end up, like, everybody, like, ooze and ahs over the main character because she's, like, cute and sexy or whatever. You know, like, the Atelier games right now are, like, that series where everybody's like, plays it because you get to play as a cute little anime girl. And then you get to spend $6,000 on swimsuit costumes.
0: Oh. See, here I was thinking you were talking about how, like, everybody was, like, lusting after
3: uh, Zagreus from, um, from Hades. Oh, I mean, I haven't played Hades because it's a roguelike and I refuse, but, uh, (laughs) sorry, I I bought it because I like the studio and I want to support them, but I refuse to play Hades because it's a roguelike and I don't like roguelikes. Sorry.
1: But, but then you got games like Tower of Waifus Mm -hmm. and Hentai versus Evil.
0: Hentai versus Evil. Yeah
1: see what that says sometimes a little zombie killing and demon slaying is all you need but a dash of naughty flavor to spice things up certainly can't hurt right in <laughs> hentai versus evil demons have invaded the city the suburbs and even in the beach turning residents into flesh eating zombies and throwing cute girls into cages okay <laughs> it's time to stop the <laughs> madness rescue those girls have them join you, your ranks as you take down the source of evil in a rain of bullets and look good doing it <laughs> Huh. May- oh, make sure no waifu gets left behind.
3: Yeah, don't want to leave away any of the waifus. You don't want them to get eaten by zombies. You're right? It's terrible. Uh-huh. There were- so I'm trying to find this one that was on sale like a couple weeks ago that I actually made fun of with uh it might have been Ed. But uh <gasps> Hold on, I think I found one. This isn't one I was talking about, but uh it is a game. So it's called if the eShop would load. <laughs> Pretty girls mahjong solitaire blue.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Alright, so here's here's the uh, the the subtitle here. Uh, tile matching gets spicier than ever when new girls uh, with new girls to meet and more outfits to unlock. <laughs> Uh, In the latest installment of the Pretty Girl's Mahjong Solitaire series, five new female companions will challenge you to a classic game of tile matching. Uh, Select pairs of tiles to make them disappear, but be careful to stay ahead of the clock. Plan your moves strategically so you don't hit a dead end. Uh, (laughs) For every third round you clear, you'll unlock a new outfit for your lovely companion, all of which can be viewed in the alluring dressing room. (laughs) Jeez. This is so bad.
1: That's so creepy. I know.
3: Uh, but the the one I was talking about is like, it's called like Summertime Girlfriend or something. And it's literally like, a vi- it's not even a game. It's like a video. It's like an interactive video and like you choose what she does and everything. It's like really creepy and weird. <clears throat> oh, guys, I found Pretty Girls Mahjong Solitaire Green. Uh, it's also on what- sale do i want to know yeah let's read it if if my switch will go back up because i was scrolling too fast (laughs) Uh, the switch can't get it up guys uh uh, okay here we go tile matching classic goes back to nature as new girls with animal (laughs) features join the fun
2: (laughs) oh god
3: in the latest installment of pretty girls mahjong solitaire series five new companions with animal features will challenge you to classic game of tile matching uh it's literally the same description they just added animal features in
2: here for every third
3: round you clear you'll unlock new outfits for your lovely companions all of which can be viewed in the naughty dressing room mode every time you play tiles are shuffled to keep your session fun and fresh and unpredictable For a more casual experience, switch to easy mode to disable the clock and take advantage.
1: (laughs) Okay.
3: With more than 60 layouts and randomized patterns, there's always a reason to come back for more tile matching and quality time with these adorable animal girls.
1: Oh yeah, totally playing the game for tile matching, for sure. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who isn't? Who doesn't enjoy Mahjong Solitaire? You know, there's DLC for it too. New costumes, by the way. It's one of those games where the DLC is like more than the game. So <laughs> that's like, seriously? Like,
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's how it always is.
3: Because like all the quote unquote outfits everybody wants are in the DLC.
0: Like I mean, yeah. Like I mean, I just ran across a Because I'm I'm. Here's the funny thing. I I was looking for games similar to Perky Little Things, and I'm not sure. Like maybe. Maybe, I feel maybe. like if I
3: Google searched that right now, I, there would be all kinds of weird history on my computer that my wife would ask me what I'm doing <laughs> at night when she's in bed.
0: Yeah, well, well, please don't because – yeah, please don't because like the first thing – the first thing I got a hit for uh, after doing a search for games like Perky Little Things, I got a game called Uncle Neighbor. Oh, God.
3: <laughs> oh, God. That sounds oh that sounds like uh sexually charged racist is let's it just, sounds
0: like. let's, just, let's just put it this way, like the steam page, like the steam page like you know like how like when you go to actually hold on, I'm going to the store page right now, actually, okay, so an uncle neighbor you play as a newcomer to a town starting starting a new life and date the twelve uncles, so this one apparently is definitely more more homocentric. <laughs> <gasps> Yeah, and, uh, and, and geez, like, it's... Okay, but your content description. The developer describes the content like this. This game may contain not, appropri- uh, not appropriate content for all ages, and may not be appropriate for viewing at work. Download only for players 18 years old. So, this this game basically is an adults-only game without the AO rating on it.
1: <laughs> wow. Yikes. Uh... Now, uh, I hear, like, we've been referencing the eShop a lot, and I, I, I can see how Steam has a ton of these games, but do we not see games like this Play, on PlayStation and Xbox?
3: PlayStation heavily, uh, mo- like, they are heavily censored. They censor yeah. things. They even change games that are, like, like real games, I guess you would say. Like, Devil May Cry 5, when it came out, was the big one, right? Because... Uh, there was an like there was a scene where like he was catching uh a girl and you could see up her skirt and they did like this like the only the PlayStation version had this uh lens flare over it to where you couldn't see up her skirt or something mm-hmm. like ah. they, yeah they um yeah they they
0: modified they modified Tifa and Yuffie's uh, jiggle, jiggle physics in uh, Final Fantasy 7 remake
3: mhm yeah yep. which is available which on is, the PC version i guess
0: which is crazy to
3: data miners
0: yeah which is crazy to me for for one simple thing like PlayStation is where we got Dead or Alive and god we all know well, we all know how terrible that game was with, with, well with...
3: Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball and Extreme 2 were Xbox exclusives I
0: know but but DOA started off on 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 PlayStation and Don't you? Uh, and
3: don't you remember playing uh, booty bouncing on the barrel with? The- <laughs> that was a real game in that game mode in that game. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I remember. Uh, wow. I found one, guys. This one takes place in the '90s.
1: Oh, okay.
3: It's called. Is it not Leisure Suit Larry? Right. Nope. It's called Pantsu Hunter. Back to the '90s. <laughs> <laughs> Our game is supposed to give you this wonderful feeling of pure and undisputed romance and to dip you into this beautiful nostalgic era. Share a heart-to-heart talk, watch a movie together, take a bath, (laughs) (laughs) remove a computer virus, help a girl in a tough spot, and, if you're lucky, find the love of your life using the color pattern of her panties.
1: (laughs)
2: That? Oh, well, well.
3: There's more. (laughs) <laughs> pantsu hunter back to the 90s is an adventure game with point and click elements with a risk of swift loss that tells the story about a guy looking for love renovated in the nostalgic 80s and 90s anime style uh kenji kojima a young and able enthusiast that's all it says a young and able enthusiast leaves his home province to attend university in the capital Without the help of his parents, it's difficult to live and study, so he begins learning different occupations until he eventually becomes a true handyman. However, apode- academic qualifications aren't his priority in life. It's to find true love. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not that simple. Uh, to his aid have come the most unexpected of all things, panties.
1: <laughs> wow.
3: <laughs> There's more. Oh. Kenji has learned how to identify a girl's personality by her underwear and he'll meet four girls on his way a playful sweetheart, a pretty tomboy a shy introvert and an icy beauty can he eventually find his true love? Features you ready for features? features Yes. Yes. nostalgic and unique 80s and 90s anime like style Animated backgrounds and female character faces. Original soundtrack created by an old synthesizer. English voice acting. 18 pairs of panties to add to your collection. Oh, shit. <laughs> and a variety of unforeseeable endings. Be careful. Nine extra scenes disclosing the heroine's past.
0: Well this game this game really rewards you
3: for playing it, I'll say that. It's nine dollars on the eShop right now.
1: I just found it. Wow. Oh. Brought to you by sometimes you.
3: <laughs> oh man. This is this is the best topic we've done, I think, on any show. This is hilarious. <laughs>
1: And these, these screenshots, like, when you look at the game, it's like there's a screenshot of, like, four different-looking women, and they're looking at you saying, okay. too young to kiss? That's just silly.
0: Now I have to turn <laughs> on my Switch and look.
3: <laughs> Guys, I found another one, by the way, while Stephanie's finishing that
0: one. What's the name? What's the, what's the name? I want to I wanna be ready for of this, this
3: one. one. Of the one I found? Yes. It's called If My Heart Had Wings. it's by by moe novel oh this this is very okay uh aoi Minasi returns with shattered dreams to his wind swept home of kazagura there atop a hill lined with wind turbines he encounters a wheelchair bound oh this actually sounds heartfelt and uh, this is not one it's clearly not one
0: that picture is very misleading, though. I know. If it's, if,
3: it, if it's not. This is a tale of youth, a tale of boys and girls who love the sky. Oh, that sounds cute, actually. Oh, yeah, that's,
0: that's, pretty, that's pretty wholesome.
3: Well, now I feel bad for reading that one. But there's like five girls on the cover. What does that even mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hold on. I got it. I got to fine. Okay.
1: How about Love Kami Healing Harem?
3: Yeah, read that one. <laughs> Let's read that one.
1: I'll find a solution to the goddesses' problems. The more things seem the same, the more they're actually different. There are some strange little stories about goddesses in love. They happen to be in a time when gods and people lived in close proximity, six years after the (laughs) gods descended to Earth. Uh, Well, it seems like it's... All right, all right, I'll, I'll I'll keep at it. Our story takes place in... Kamimori City, a community deep in the mountains that is known among some people for one thing. The area is protected by a cursed goddess. Cursed goddesses are known for spreading misfortune, but Kamimori City is protected by one. Akira Manase has inherited a shrine in Kamimori City and spent his days listening to the goddess's troubles. One day, he helped one of the cursed goddesses, Yukari, and she fell madly in love with him, almost immediately proposing marriage. Please make me your (laughs) wife! However, there were goddesses other than Yukari who were also in love with Akira, and they were intent on staking their claim. Ooh,
2: Why as the
1: goddesses. As last <laughs> sentence, I'm sorry. As the goddesses vie for his hand in marriage, Akira spends his days helping them solve their problems.
0: Why does this sound like a take on like a like one of the popular anime series? Um, crap. What is it? Not Tenchi Muyo. Um, uh, shoot. What is it? What is it? What is it, what is it? um? Oh my goddess. That's the name. That was <laughs> that's the name of the oh, anime. Oh. This sounds like yeah. a take on that. <laughs> Except there are way more there are there there are way more goddesses in this one because I think oh my goddess there was only 3, but this looks like there's 7. And, and like based off of that picture of the uh, of, of the cover. Yeah.
1: Man. Yeah, so uh I guess the options are endless. If you ever want to try one of these games,
3: head
1: to the eShop or whatever. (laughs) Just be careful. Your friends will know.
3: Nintendo is not only family friendly, they're encouraging you to make families.
2: Mm, I see what you did there.
3: Ah, Miyamoto secretly made one of these. I wonder what his inspiration for uh, (laughs) a naughty game would be.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> I think it's time to move on from this topic. Uh,
3: that's not uh, the yeah. only thing he did in his smoking I, closet.
0: Because, <laughs> I, 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 I uh, you know what, I, I, the problem about this is I can and at the same time I cannot imagine
3: Miyamoto being a perv. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just assume that Japan is just like, and, and I, I don't mean this in like a derogatory way, but it just seems like they're just kind of like a pervy culture.
0: Dude they, dude, they have vending machines that dispense panties.
3: I know. I, that's what I'm saying is, like, that's just the culture there. So, like,
0: I do And they're not, like, replacements oh. for, like, if something happens to, like, a woman's panties, like, while well, she's out in public either. That's the, that's the sad. That's the. I wasn't the sad part. But that's the intriguing part. <laughs>
3: Hold on, guys. I found one more. I found one more. It's a. Right. It's a real. It's like a real person video. Like. Okay. Okay. It's not it's not Japanese, either.
2: Huh. Okay. Uh,
3: it's called Five Dates mm. from Wales Interactive, an interactive romantic comedy. Uh, five Dates is an interactive rom-com about the unpredictable uh, world of digital dating. With five potential female matches, Vinny explores whether compatibility, chemistry, and connection is still possible in a world where physical touch is no longer an option. Sounds kind of interesting, actually. Yeah. Venny, a millennial from London, joins a dating app for the first time while living in lockdown during the coronavirus pandemic. With five, oh, okay. Oh
2: this, is,
0: oh, this is current.
3: Yeah. With yeah. five potential female matches, Venny must pluck up the courage to video date with wildly different personalities. Uh, starring Mandip Gill and Georgia Hurst. Uh, throughout the game your choices and your interactions will either strengthen or weaken your relationship on your date the relationship uh, scores a calculated scores are calculated uh, from the start right through the very end and will affect certain scenarios and have consequences in the concluding scenes oh this just came out like oh a year ago so interesting all
2: right not really a
3: naughty game, but it sounds interesting, actually. <laughs> Maybe I am one of these weird people that likes these games. I don't know. Uh, we
0: fell, we fell down
3: the rabbit hole. Jeez. We did.
1: Yes, we did. Pull us out, Leron.
3: Oh God! <laughs> I forgot to why'd pull you... out twice. So why'd you say it like that?
0: <laughs> yeah, pull out game, weak Corey. Well, I, I don't know unless 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 it was intentional.
3: Mm. for one of us that's it's like mean. that's mean I'm sorry it's like it's I like love a, my kids it's like,
0: it's like it's like the TikTok that's going that's going around it's like it's like
3: did you pull it out yeah I pulled it out after I nutted
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. oh. oh
3: Leron thinks this is funny because he doesn't have kids
0: yeah. come on come on it's funny
3: y'all laugh y'all, y'all chuckled
1: Mm. we chuckle because it's true
3: uh, i'm <laughs> sad and depressed and i'm gonna go cry in the bathroom uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's what's our next topic uh i think it's your topic all right, Coriante, okay we're
0: gonna we're gonna roll your topic we're gonna roll your topic okay so this is so, um, like
3: this is this is definitely way more serious than what we were just talking about uh but I also have this topic here because not obviously not today, but sometime in the future I kinda want my nephew to watch this. Uh, oh my it's...
1: gosh. After we just had that entire conversation about hentai and waifus and stuff. I mean, it's to go it,
3: we're it. gonna no, it's gonna be like a clip. I won't show okay. him the whole episode.
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
3: Uh, but so for those who don't know my, my wife's family is Jewish and, uh, I kind of brought this up in the chat. I didn't really know if it was going to be appropriate or not because it does have to do with, uh, my nephew and my wife's family and everything. Um, and, but I think it's important because I feel like there's a lot of people out there that will relate to this, uh, in some form or another. And even you guys to an extent in a different way. Right. And Um, so my nephew, uh, is he's, uh, half black and my wife's family is Jewish and he's adopted. So he has, I guess if kids were going to try to be mean to him, he has three kind of significant things that they could hit him with. Right. I mean, it's sad, but this is, this is true. So, um, the other day at school, I guess a girl said that she couldn't be friends with him because he was Jewish, and it's be- wow. it's become a a bigger issue than they originally thought it was going to be, and like so, I so like
0: so how old is your nephew?
3: He's eight at the time of this recording. He's wait,
0: wait, eight. wait! He's eight years old, and mm-hmm. he's already being hit with anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From from a classmate? Yeah. Jesus Christ.
3: Yeah, and like this is this is why I didn't know if I wanted to bring this up or not because he's so young and like talking about ch- children on a podcast, especially ones that are related to you, are yeah, it's it's a difficult conversation, but I think it's an important one. And like I've always been worried that him and his brother were going to get hit with the racism first, right? That was always my fear for them you know I don't Mm -hmm. I don't really talk about it because I don't I don't really know how much they know or don't know right about their like their race or if race has an impact on their life yet or yeah whatever and you know I just when my wife told me that I like felt really sick you know and it's something that I've never had to experience. I've never experienced, right? Like in any way, whether it was like racism or, you know, what I believed or anything. And like, I just want him to know that there are, there's going to be more hurdles in his life. And I kind of want to know, like, because I know that you guys have probably both dealt with it, at some point or another in a bunch of different ways. Mm -hmm. And I thought maybe it would be nice for him to be able to relate to someone who might be going through something, has gone through this and something that he has or will eventually go through. And selfishly, I want to, like, I want to learn too, you know, because like, yeah, like I said at the top of the show, it's all about, being better and supporting people who are different and raising the voices that need to be heard. And like, it's important to me too, that you guys know that you're being heard too.
0: Let me, let me ask one question. And I'm not sure, I'm not sure what you may or may may not know about how, um, how, how he's being raised. Um, is, um, is, um, is it like, okay. He's eight years old, so, you know, you know, like, I guess, like, most kids around that age, like, you're basically following the beliefs of the parents because, you know, like, that's what's impressed upon them at that young of an age and stuff. But does it feel like they're being progressive around, like, around, like, how he's being taught the faith? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so,
3: we are both, like, me and my wife are a mixed faith family, I guess you would say. Like, I mean, I'm not, like, really religious or anything, but I was raised... uh, baptist i guess is yeah mm. so uh and she's she's jewish and then my uh her sister's family is also a mixed faith family so like we both we all celebrate hanukkah and you know we do the jewish high holidays but we also do like christmas and easter and, christmas you know that kind of stuff so i mean it's very like it's more of like the, the the religious kind of holiday type things are more of like a, this is a time to celebrate family and who you are and kind of just be together and support each other. It doesn't matter which holiday goes with which religion. This is just like, you know, we're trying to teach them that this is more of a, like, a celebration of family. And, you know, we kind of, debated on whether or not to do the whole Santa Claus thing like we've we're coming up on that conversation to like next year is really going to be affecting my daughter in terms of Santa Claus and you know what is Christmas exactly as opposed Mm to Hanukkah which you know we take her to the synagogue and she learns that side of it but we don't go to church you know like there's I don't I don't really feel the need to do that but yeah you know, so I don't really know how. Sorry, Stephanie, go ahead.
1: I'm sorry, I, it's uh, I. Well, I was initially surprised because my son, well, he's only six. He's in kindergarten. He goes to a public school, and so I'm Catholic. I actually, long story short, I actually chose to be Catholic. My parents were Catholics, but they have like something super against the church and didn't even baptize me and oddly enough i chose to be catholic mm. i want to raise my son catholic but like not shoving it down his throat more like here's mm-hmm. what i know and when you get older make your decision mm-hmm. and he comes home he starts talking about how what he learned about hanukkah and i was like super impressed i'm like that's great so that's why i thought like I- i'm shocked
2: mm-hmm.
1: that, like i thought we were pushing to be more accepting but i also yeah. feel like religion's tough i feel like religion as a whole yeah
2: mm-hmm.
1: actually out of like, we're all about being progressive except for religion. For whatever reason, it's, like, a bad thing if you're religious. Oh, like yeah. if I say yep. I'm Catholic, they're like, oh, you're not going to start shoving down your beliefs down my throat, are you? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Like, mm-hmm. I, I do feel that any religion, but probably even more so uh, Judaism and uh, Islam, like, for whatever reason...
0: They're, like, the biggest the targets.
1: Yeah. I know. It's like having a faith is actually i don't know it's almost kind of dangerous and i I feel quite bad badly yeah
3: Yeah. well like how this kind of came up was like they were learning about hanukkah in school for like a like a just like an activity you know like Mm. this is you know some kids in the school are are this religion and this is their holiday so let's learn about it you know and i thought that was like a really cool thing because when i was in school we didn't learn about any of that crap they were just like hey you're going home for two weeks for christmas goodbye Uh, but like, plus I grew up in like a a Mennonite community, which was like, really just, uh, but it came up because he's like, he's like, he told some of his friends that like he celebrates Hanukkah because his family's Jewish. And then the, this girl just walked up to him and said, I can't be friends with you because you're Jewish. And like, this was the day after the activity.
2: Uh huh.
3: So like. I don't know, my wife and I kind of talked about it. We were like, well, she clearly went home and said they learned about Hanukkah and that there's a Jewish kid in her class. And yeah. His her family clearly said something about Jewish people because they're eight. Who? How do you experience – how do you already have that much hatred for someone that's different when you're eight?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that, that stuff's learned.
3: Yeah,
0: that definitely that, that I, I, yeah that's why I was like wait, when you said how old he was I was like wait a second he's already experienced anti-semitism at that age and this is and this is a this is a kid living in the United States of America yeah you know this is not he's not living somewhere in like like a like a European country or he's not living in South America or someplace and like he's experiencing anti-semitism in the United States mm-hmm as a, as an eight-year-old
3: boy. Yeah. And what was really cool, though, is, like, a, when she said that, a bunch of kids in his class stood up for him. Oh, awesome. Which was, like, awesome. an amazing kind of, like, shocking thing to me. But, like, it was really cool to see kids be that way. And I think that just goes to show you that maybe there is a little bit of hope somewhere. In, you oh, know. yeah. But... I'm... You know, I just, I felt really bad for him. And, like, he he won't really show if something's bothering him, really. Mm -hmm. Like, if something real is bothering him, he'll kind of just, like, blow it off. But, like, I, I don't know. I just, I felt sick. I mean, he's he's eight, man. Like.
0: Yeah, kids should not be experiencing shit like that, you know. Kids that age, you know. Like, he's not even, he's not even a teenager and he's experiencing that. And that's. And that, oh, yeah. Man.
1: Well, I, um, I know it's not. Uh, oh, go ahead, Laurent. Sorry.
0: Oh, oh no, I, what I was, I was, I was going to say um, to to answer your earlier question about like what is what what can we say or is there a good thing to say to him? Um, is is um, I would say the first thing you know like to help him understand is that you know people. People don't always have the best understanding about who you are as an individual, and um, and they will find certain things about you, whether you know like whether you know it's like who you worship. Uh, what you look like, you know how you conduct yourself, how you act, things like that, you know. Um, and some of them, if they don't understand it, because I honestly believe, like this little girl, she does not understand what she what she, what she was saying. Mm-hmm. But you know, at, at the same time, she's parroting something that she that she's heard, mm-hmm. and it's probably going to take her. It's probably going to take her a long time you know if she's one of those if she's one of those people that you know will 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 learn the course correct it'll probably take her a little while to realize you know what she's doing and you know what damage she might have done and stuff like that
2: yeah but
0: um the best thing the best thing the best advice i can i can tell i can tell i, I would give you to tell your nephew is like is like to is like if someone points if if he sees someone point out what's different about him versus everybody else he, he we he should embrace his differences because you know what, uh, America is built on diversity. Like you know, like we like like we are we are the great experiment as far as like as as far as like a social society goes and stuff like that. And and we and we are and we as a country, you know, like based on our very beliefs as a country. We are here to celebrate everybody's differences and everybody's individuality, even though like we see like the, some of those shitty laws happening, and you know, like coming up and, you know, like it seems like it seems like every week the freaking Supreme Court is in the news because like they're because like they're having to like weigh in on someone's like like fuckery, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and things like that. Now, sure, right now, the Supreme Court is kind of, you know, committing, engaging in the fuckery as well. But at the same time, you know, like um like honestly like the best thing you can tell your nephew is you know just be proud of who he is you know like 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 there's nothing he's should be ashamed about as far as who he is when it comes to like his religious beliefs what his family does things like that and who he is as a person um that what that little girl said to him that's 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 her that's her mistake mm-hmm. and, you know Hopefully she will hopefully she will learn from that. Mis- will realize and learn from that mistake get you know But but I have a feeling that you know, it's a family thing that's going on with that little girl So, you know, like it's probably gonna take her a long while to figure things out or she or she or she may already be learning a Lesson based off the fact that classmates, cool. you know, stood up for him And You know cuz um because one thing I like about one thing I like about observing because I observe, I observe a lot of the younger generation one thing i love about it is uh is like is like kids kids have a cause you know like mm-hmm. like they like they see stuff that's wrong and they immediately say hey that's that's not right you know you know they don't you know like you know it's not like they can go and just like attack people for like doing bad things and stuff like that but but they rally behind a cause and they let they let people know like hey like this isn't right don't do this don't do this. We're not gonna accept this. Just and we don't care if you're if you're some ninety six year old like like dude, you know, that's, that's waving a swastika on your freaking on your freaking front lawn and stuff like that, you know. So um I think I think he's got a good peer system. But definitely, you know, as as one of the adults in his life, you know, just 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 reinforce that, you know, like there is nothing wrong with him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that would be like the that'd be like the biggest and the best message you could give him, and it will also it will also help shape how he deals with the stuff in the future. Because like you know, like it breaks my heart to hear like he actually experienced this, mm-hmm. but I know for sure like this is not going to be the last time he experiences this and stuff like that. So like basically how we basically how like how like we respond to it, you know, and and help him like figure things out. It will help him deal with it down the road because the world's the world's some some bullshit sometimes. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, and hypocritical too. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what else I could add um, to more more of to Laurent's advice, but like, it's okay to not fit in. Um, there's always this expectation to fit in, and I always felt like I stuck out like a sore thumb. And I know mine's more of a race thing where I'm half white um irish and greek and then half chinese and the awkward part of that was i would not be fully accepted by the the, the white the caucasian side because a lot of the things i was into was more asian like i would bring weird like lunches to school like i didn't have your peanut butter and jelly sandwiches back when you could bring peanuts um into school or like <laughs> those wonder bread sandwiches or fruit roll-ups no i brought in like ramen shit and stuff like that and I found that stuff delicious but every time they looked at me funny it made me feel ashamed that I was eating this kind of food but then at the same time if I try to if I eventually found um my Chinese or Asian counterparts I would not be accepted by them either because I'm whitewashed I actually well later on in college I was actually called whitewashed wow. um by someone I thought was a friend, and she's of Asian descent, uh, Korean specifically, and it really hurt me. And like I, so it, it felt weird because I wasn't accepted by either of them. But I guess my advice would be find your tribe. You will eventually find your tribe because I ended up making friends with a bunch of people, and I joke about it now. I I call my friends mutts. We're all mutts, you know. And <laughs> I feel like I honestly feel like I have a really great perspective on life because I come from diverse backgrounds. So maybe for him, it's, you know, you said he's like half black, right? Mm -hmm. And like, you know, being adopted. So like, he's going to be able to grow up with a a very unique perspective. And, um, I feel like I've, I've grown up with a unique perspective because I was forced to not be able to fit in. Um, it's sad, but I don't know. Now I'm trailing off thinking about all these memories
3: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's, I mean, that's what this show's kind of about, right? Is like, I mean, not, obviously not this subject related, but there's going to be times on this show where I bring up stuff and I will probably cry on this show once or twice, at least maybe in the same show. Uh, but I just, I, he's a good kid and, uh, you know, he's, he does his best. He, he's very friendly. He's very nice. He's very energetic. And I just want to tell him, you know, like I'm proud of who he is and he has a good support system in his family and us. And, you know, I, he, he, his big thing right now is like, he wants to, (laughs) he wants to make YouTube videos. (laughs) Like he sees, he knows that I, that we do stuff on YouTube. And like, I told him that maybe one day like we would do like a boss rush kids thing and like have him like anybody that has kids or whatever would do like a kids podcast if they wanted to or like he wants to make a youtube video for us one time just do it you know who cares uh but like i know he looks up to us because i he's not allowed to watch us cause we use, obviously we don't use kid appropriate languages, but I know he watches us cause he said things that make me know that he watches us. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, like he'll, he'll like, he'll like try to skate around that. He watch, watches us like, Oh, someday I want to watch your YouTube channel. And then like within the same paragraph, he'll say something that we did that week or something or like a week or two ago. And I'm like, you have been watching us. I know you've been watching us. He's like, what? No. I'm like, yeah. Coincidence. I'm like, look, I don't care if you watch us. I mean, I'm not your dad, but like, you know, I want you to be safe and happy and do what you want to do. And I am proud of him. He does, he does good in school. He's just, I don't know. It just made me sick when this happened to him and, um,
1: you know you threw out some keywords that I think are important and I have this gut feeling that he's going to he's going to be okay is the strong support system and an outlet because I, that's kind of how I was able to get through it is I had certain um support groups and I had my outlet which for me at the time was drawing and writing and that you know that got me through all the garbage cuz you know I hate to think about how my son is going to be going through the school system. He has darker skin. He's got that thick, dark Asian hair. He speaks Russian and Chinese and half the kids don't understand what the heck he's bringing to school. But, and and it pains me to think what he's going to hear and see. And I just need to tell myself he kind of needs to go through it, but as long as he doesn't go through it alone and mm-hmm. as long as he's got a good role model, someone to go to a safe place,
3: mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. yeah. That's all I got to. And point. like, I, like, I worry about him, but, like, his, like, his skin tone is, like, passable white, I guess you would say, but his brother is, like, really dark, and, like, I worry about him more in the, in the race department, you know, and, and, like, I just, I don't know what to tell them, because, like, I never had to go through it, you know, and, and, It just hurts to say that I can't help them, but like in a way like this will help someday in a, in a, in a context where we're not talking about anime girls wearing bikinis, shooting each other with panties, right? Like, I mean, like I, I, I want to show them the segment at some point and like when they're older and be like, Hey, look, I know you guys are going to go through some stuff, but we did a sh- did a show about this and i want you to know that you're not alone you'll never be alone if i can't help you i have friends that can help you and be there for you and, and, and in a way that yeah you know there's a support system mm-hmm. so
1: yep and we've made it right like yeah i know you know i'm sure lauren you've been through some shit and i've been through oh, yeah. some shit And let me tell you i've never been more proud to be asian ne- more ne- oh, yeah. i've been, never been proud
0: Oh yeah, like everything everything that I fall under the umbrella of, you know, black LGBTQ, you know, um, you shoot, like like I've made it, like, you know, I don't want to use the cliche, it gets better, but it does get better, but there's always gonna be some stumbling blocks and some challenges and stuff like that. And you know, like just rise to the cause, you know, like show like like show people your best self and show them that show them that honestly you can be better than whatever bullshit they throw out at you.
3: Yeah. Uh Derek, if you're watching Because I know you're going to sneak this someday But I'm proud of you Don't ever be ashamed of who you are Whatever Whatever situation you find yourself in Just don't be ashamed of who you are Be proud of who you are Because we're all proud of you Yes, we are so. Good topic Oh yeah, oh
0: yeah Great topic and you know what that's probably that's probably a great place to like to wrap it up actually yeah
1: you know? Yeah, and you, you know as much as it started with a kind of like a sad story an unfortunate situation but after talking it through I feel like the tone is more hopeful like
0: mm-hmm. yes
1: I, I don't know hopeful like we acknowledge that shit is there the shit is unfortunately not going to go away it, if anything it'll just take a different form but I just feel like there there's hope there I feel like it's still ending in a positive tone.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Wonderful.
1: Yeah.
2: Thank you for sharing that. Yeah.
0: Real for real. Like, uh, like honestly, <laughs> honestly, uh, the topic I had planned, uh, would, would get pretty dark. Um, but I'll, I'll go ahead and give us a preview of it. Uh, uh, next time we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, about depression, dealing with depression and also like the need for the need for suicide awareness. And also, and also we're going to, we're, we're probably going to talk about self-harm just a little bit because I mean, everybody has like, uh, everybody has like a self-harm mechanism, whether they, whether they, whether you think you, you do or not, like there is something you do to your, Stuff that technically feels like self harm, or can be classified as self harm. So you know, next time we come back, we'll we'll talk about that, but we'll also talk about more the more the the the, the more the more or less content appropriate stuff that is not yeah. on the other shows.
3: Well, I think I think that's probably gonna maybe be the cadence is like one silly dumb topic and then one kind of like more serious. In time, yeah. Most yeah. Most times. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm really looking forward to that topic, Laron. I'm you know I can't
3: when, yeah. when I say I can't
1: wait. Obviously, I'm not.
2: You know what I mean.
0: Yeah, cool. But uh, I think I think one thing that you know, as 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 our listeners like get uh, get get acquainted with this show, we'll find out we're pretty unscripted, you know. So so yeah, Boss Rush After Dark, unscripted.
3: Yeah,
1: keeping it real.
3: Word. Yep. All
0: right. Well, we're gonna wrap this up. So this has been Boss Rush After Dark, the alternative podcast of our flagship show, known as Boss Rush Podcast. We'd like to give a thanks to you all for tuning in and uh, to listening to the show. We thank you. We appreciate it. This is the very first episode of it, and we will be back for many more. But before we head out, here's how you can connect with the members of our panel tonight. Uh, Stephanie, you have the honor since you had the first topic tonight.
1: Thank you. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Klimov, K-L-I-M-O-V underscore author and uh, you know obviously i'm here i'm on every wednesday night on the the boss rush podcast all
3: Right, cory uh you can find me i am cory and hd on twitter and instagram you can find me uh hosting our xbox podcast arsenal x the xbox podcast and uh right here every wednesday night on the boss rush podcast
0: all right and uh you can catch me on on social media on the networking channels uh twitch and youtube um as well as my gamer tag it's exodus 803 exodus 803 um don't forget um i am one of the hosts for crossroads playstation podcast which airs tuesday nights at 8 p.m eastern standard time on twitch.tv thank you all for tuning in we love you you have a good night and one piece of advice be yourself, embrace your uniqueness and your differences, and don't let people get you down. Take care, everyone. Have a good night. Amen.
1: Good night.